a guten Erev Yantev to our friends and members of the Westmount Shul. It's been a beautiful, beautiful Sukkot. The weather's been amazing. We've all been able to sit in the Sukkah in a most pleasant way. And we're excited for the end of the Yantev where we have Shmini Atzeres is on Shabbos and Simchas Torah is Shabbos, Matzi Shabbos and Sunday. Please remember all members and guess that there will be a luncheon Sunday after davening and before the Hakafos. Also, very good yontif that my uh, my son Menachem and his wife Malka are visiting us from Eretz Yisrael. Very excited. And also, while we're on the topic of Malka, Malka's father, my Mechutna Eli, is having his birthday today. On this day of Cholamoid, Eli Fried should be Soicha uh, for many, many healthy years and to continue our partnership in our supporting of Menachem and Malka in their studying of Torah, which is very relevant for Simcha's Torah, as we will be mentioning. So there's a very interesting uh, phenomena that is an Eretz Yisrael that you might notice if you ever visit we know Israeli taxi drivers, for better or for worse, have a certain stigma. And the stigma, of course, we're not macabre any of this, but the stigma is that they're short-tempered, they don't have patience, you know, they're, uh, you know, when, when the light, as soon as it's about to change from red to green, they're already off and they're honking if someone's delaying. And now but we have to appreciate their panasa is very much dependent on their timing and how many drives they can do. However, in spite of that, there's a very interesting phenomenon that if you ever find traffic being stopped because there is a hachnasa sefer Torah, there's a parade of a Torah scroll procession Many of them will get out of their cars while they're waiting and will dance. And many rabbis comment. One rabbi commented was on a Rosh Chodesh Elul in Bnei Brak. And there was a whole um, Torah dedication ceremony that was blocking up the streets from Rabbi Akiva until the Rehovah Rashi. And there's a big lineup building up. And there was a very secular Jew who had two of his kids there. And he tells, the father tells the kids, look, there's a Torah procession. We don't have any keepers on. But they get up and they start singing and dancing, etc., etc. And at this particular procession, there were a number of policemen there making sure everything is organized and straight. So the rabbi turned to one of the policemen and said, I want to ask you a question. You know well the temperament of the um uh, taxi drivers. Why is there no honking when we have the Torah celebration? What's going on over here? And the policeman said, I've been on the force for 10 years and I too have noticed this and I have no explanation. I speak to all my friends on the police force. They noticed it and they have no explanation. Uh, but one thing's for sure I can tell you that as I'm trying to keep order, the conduct of the taxi drivers is completely unrecognizable. And you don't have to deal with their tempers or anything. It's an amazing phenomenon.
So let's try to understand this phenomena of the Israeli taxi driver who is willing to very patiently wait and even take part in a Torah scroll possession. And we're going to do this with sharing a beautiful idea of the Chassam Sofer. It's a famous Gemara in Marcus where it talks about lashes that a person must have when they do certain Averos. And the Torah clearly says you lash a person 40 times. However, the Talmud deduces from their biblical exegesis that it's only 39. And to this, Rava comments, he says, Kama tipshoi shar enoshi How foolish are people who get up for a Sefer Torah that goes by and do not get up for a great rabbi. Because in the Sefer Torah it says you get 40 lashes, while the rabbis teach us one less, 39. So what does the Gemara mean? The Gemara is saying, look, look how special is the reliability of a Talmud Chacham. Even though the Torah writes 40 lashes, the rabbis have the ability that God gave them to understand the written word a little bit differently and even produce leniencies for people. And had there not been the rabbis, you get stuck with 40 lashes, now you get 39. Comes along the Hassam Sofer with a beautiful idea that should give us all encouragement. Let us look, for example, let's say I have two friends who were studying in yeshiva long, long ago. They haven't seen each other for a long time. They meet each other and they're schmoozing together to catch up on the good old days. You know, Manishma, Machadash. And they start talking about certain fellows. So say, oh, do you remember Ruvain? Uh, whatever happened with him? Whoa, he became a Magid Shior in a certain yeshiva. He gives one of the highest level classes in the yeshiva. The boss says, Ruvain? He's a Magid Shior. Are you sure in the yeshiva? He hardly ever opened up the Gemara. I says, yeah, yeah, but you should hear. After he got married, he got very seriously, and he really seriously studied and learned, and he became a great Talmud Chacham. You can't recognize him. And then I'll ask, well, what about Shimon? What about with Shimon? Shimon, he's a Moira Hora. He's a Posek. Very prestigious Posek. He says, what? What are you talking about? I remember he didn't even know the basic commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, but he went into a kolo where they teach you how to paskin shilas, and he became a big bal halacha, and it became amazing. So what's the message of these two little analogies? It's people sometimes can't believe how could somebody be such a scholar in Torah. In the past, they didn't learn, and there was no hope. How is this that these things happen? Says the chassam sofer. People who are surprised are making a major mistake. And the biggest proof is from a safer Torah. What does this mean? Well, it's an interesting, it's a puzzle that the Gemara Chulin explains where it says, Adam ubehema toshi Hashem. There's a certain correlation between a human and an animal that Hashem saves. And the rabbi says these are people that make themselves like animals, meaning they show their faith in Hashem and they don't ask any questions. Now let's think about it. You don't get much lower than a behemoth. 
you know, an animal is not exactly the highest level of life in the world. Animals are animals. Now, let me ask you a question. From what material do we make a safer Torah? You figure a safer Torah is so special, we should make it from the most precious materials. But no, we make it from skins, hides of animals. You take a kosher animal, you shecht it, you skin it, you do all the work necessary to make parchment over it. The sofa starts writing in it. And before he starts writing, he says, L'shem Kedusha Sefer Torah, for the sake of the sanctity of a Sefer Torah. And now that parchment receives Kedusha, the writing receives Kedusha, and slowly, slowly after a year, and almost $100,000 later, you've got a Sefer Torah. And when the Sefer Torah is completed, the Kedusha is awesome. As the Rambam says, that a Sefer Torah that's kosher, we give it extra, it, 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 we, we have a custom to treat it with extra kedusha and great kavod. And if God forbid a Sefer Torah falls, we have to fast. There's all kinds of strict laws with a Sefer Torah. Says the Chassam Sofer, look, an animal that's so low has the ability to rise to the highest levels. It can transcend itself and switch from being the lowest animalistic being to becoming a holy safer Torah and if there's hope for a behemoth to change all the more so there's hope for a person to change even someone who never learned Torah he has hope he can change from one extreme to the other he can he can develop an excitement and an enthusiasm for Torah and change from being an ignoramus to a great Talmud Chacham and therefore, that's what the Gemara was saying of Kama Tipshoi, how foolish are people who get up for a Sefer Torah and don't get up for a great scholar. What's the deeper meaning, says the Chassam Sefer? How foolish are people? Don't you see how an animal can be transformed into a Sefer Torah? But you don't believe that an ignorant person cannot also be transformed into a great person of Torah. If an animal can do it, certainly a Jew can do it. And we know the word Yisrael is the Rashi Tevos, the first letter spell out, Yesh, Shishim, Rebo, Osios, Latorah. There are 60, 10,000, 600,000 letters of the Torah. Each Jew has a spark, a holy spark that's burning inside of him. And even if now he's not connected to the Torah, the spark is... If, even if now he's very far away from Torah, but if he sees a Torah procession, for Achnosa Sefer Torah, in one minute that spark lights up. And therefore, the inner point of a Jew is telling him, even if you're not conscious of it, if a Sefer Torah can get so much honor and we dance and sing and give respect, and it all started from an animal. So certainly me, I'm higher than an animal. I can change and to become a scholar. This is why even if a, a secular Jew doesn't understand, but his neshama understands this. It's interesting, in the middle of the high holiday period, we know the custom on Yom Kippur night, Kol Nidra night, we open up the Arna Kodesh and we bring out the Sifrei Torah and we bring it out 
everyone kisses it. We know how, how, how serious this is. It's a very special moment. We bring out all the Sefer Torah. Everyone crowds around. Everyone kisses the Sefer Torah. Why do we do this? So one of the explanations is that often when a person comes to shul on the night of Yom Kippur, he thinks to himself, do I have any hope? Can I change? Elo passed. Rosh Hashanah passed. Now it's Yom Kippur. What's going to be with me? And moments before that despair can control the person, all of a sudden he sees, look at the Sefer Torah. It's being taken out of there in a Kodesh and it's given so much reverence. And what about that Sefer Torah? It came from an animal. And an animal is the lowest of the low. But now we wrote Torahs into it, Parshios. And it now has the Kedush of a Sefer Torah. Look what changed took place over the animal, so I have hope as well. And therefore, after the Avod of the month of El, Rosh Hashanah, the Aser Shemei Yom Kippur, seven days of Sukkot, the rabbis established a concept of Simchas Torah. Says the Zohar HaKodesh and Parshas Amor, on Simchas Torah Hashem gives to every Jew says the following, Tivakesh mimani, vani Ask for me, and I will fulfill your desires. So the question is, what's going on? But that's the point that we're saying. In every shul, everyone's dancing and jumping and excited. Adults, children, it's amazing. How do we explain this simcha? So again, as the Shulchan Aruch says, if lo aleinu, God forbid, a person is standing next to a person as another Jew passes away. There is a, a halacha, uh, the Shohar of Paskins, that, but not necessarily we hold of it, but the idea is a very uh, true idea. You have to rip your garments like if you see a Sefer Torah burning. What does that mean? Every Jew has Kedusha Sefer Torah. And therefore, every Jew grabs a hold of a Sefer Torah and should be saying to himself, look at this Sefer Torah. It's the biggest proof that you could change into something else. Even if now I have not been attached to the Torah, we can always change. We can always elevate ourselves to the level of a Kedusha Sefer Torah because that is essentially who we are. As the Tsar says, Yisrael v'raisav v'kitshubrichu chadhu. The Jewish people, Hashem and the Torah are one. So Rabbi said, this is a tremendous opportunity on Simchas Torah for each and every one of us. No matter what your level of Torah knowledge is, from the greatest ignorant Jew who can't even read Olive Bay's who can't even make Kiddush on Shabbos for his family, to somebody who knows Chumash but does not yet know Gemara, or even those who know Gemara, whatever, whatever challenges, everyone always, there's a higher level of Torah that can be learned. And we grab the Sefer Torah, and we should be, some of us will be having tears of joy, because Baruch Hashem, we got to know the Torah more and more and more. And others may cry because I wish I could know you more. That's the time to daven when you're holding on to the Sefer Torah. Mamish, daven to Hashem. 
but not, don't just say Hashem, I, please help me be a greater scholar, whatever, whatever more than, more than I can have. But to make a commitment that you'll do something about that, that is really what the high point of everything is about from this holiday season. And just to end with an incredible story to understand how everybody understands how holy is a save for Torah. Torah, a story was related when Mengele Yamach Shemo was deciding if people will go to the right or go to the left. And in this particular case, it was a lineup and there's a fellow there who doesn't look at all like a Jew at all. And the Russia said, go to the left. And the fellow goes to the Russia and he says, I'm six generations assimilated. My Abba, my Saba, the Saba Shoshab Saba, six generations. We saw ourselves as true Germans. We're baptized. We live like Germans. I have no connection to Judaism. Why are you sending me to the gas chambers? Said the Russia, no problem. You say you have no connection to the Jewish people? I'm prepared to make you a deal. Let's bring over here a Sefer Torah, one of the many that they have absconded from the Jews. We'll open it up, we'll put it on the ground, and if you're prepared to step on the Sefer Torah, you can go to the right. And they bring out a Sefer Torah, they open it up, and he says, you see, you got the choice. Step on it and you'll be saved. And this Jew, whose sixth generation is removed, he started to cry, an awesome cry. And he says, I'd rather go to the crematoria that not my feet should step on a safer Torah. Wow, that made a big statement in the camp. And Penny says, no, 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 step on it. It's Pikuach Nevesh. And he said, a life that's acquired by, safing, by stepping on a safer Torah God forbid, is not considered a life. I choose to die, and I'm happy with this choice, a great simcha. Can you imagine Raboisai, six generations removed? And they send him off to the crematoria, and before he dies, he says with great kavana, Shema Yisrael Hashem Eloikeinu Hashem Agod, and his soul went out in total purity. And there are people, when this story has been related, there are people who said that they indeed were eyewitnesses to this, that he died with Kedush and Tara. Wow. Baruch Hashem, Rabbi in our generation, we merit to live a way of Torah. So many of us are zoicha to either come up with insights of Torah ourselves or we have children or son-in-laws who partner together, who come up with great chidushim in Torah. And when we take out the Sefer Torah and Simchas Torah, one of the songs we're going to sing is Sisu v'simchu v'simchas Torah. Rejoice and be happy with the joy of the Torah. So the question can be asked, why doesn't it say Sisu v'simcha Torah? Rejoice and be happy with the Torah. What is this idea? Rejoice and be happy with the Simchas Torah. Is the Torah happy? Explains Reb Chaim Brisker on the one side. 
and the Divri Shmuel from Slonim on the other side, the same idea, doesn't matter you're a chassid or not, says, yes, the Torah is happy. On the holiday of Shavuos and on the holiday of Simchus Torah and every single day, the Torah is so happy. Because if, you know, if a Torah could speak, if a Torah could speak, what would the Torah say? The Torah would I thank you that you gave me to the Jewish people. The people who sweat and toil over my Torah, who have a love of Torah. And this is what makes the sacred Torah so happy day in, day out. And therefore we are rejoicing with the joy of the Torah. And it's not only people who are great Torah scholars, people who we support in kolels to study Torah. But each and every one of us, whatever time we set aside for studying Torah, the Torah is so happy. You can imagine what that Torah was saying in Auschwitz when that Jew said, I refuse to step on a safer Torah, even though he didn't keep anything. If a safer Torah could talk, what would the safer Torah say? say, I'm so happy that you gave me to the Jews. They've never let go of me. And even, and they're so careful I should never fall. And when the day of joy, they do incredible joy. And when the Arizal would finish the Hakafas in his shul, he'd go to every other shul to join in the dancing because of the great joy that is there. Rabbi Sai Baruch Hashem, we don't have to show our loyalty to the Torah by not stepping on a safer Torah. But we mamish, we should all be davening, davening for ourselves that we can improve in our in our safe in our learning of Torah. And when we give a safer Torah to someone in shul who may not be the budding scholar, who may not be able to read. So give them the safer Torah and dance with them and be mispalled to Hashem, our tfilos can be so well heard and received by Hashem that everyone can have a portion in this Torah. And let us hope and pray that next year we'll, we'll be surprising ourselves and say, no, you know, Ruvain, Shimon, last year didn't go to a shir. Last year did not commit as much. But now look what he's done. Look what he's able to do. He can make kiddish for his family, something he couldn't do before. He can mamish read in the sitter a little bit. Or he even can go to a dafyomi or whatever it is. And not only them, but our dear wives who enable us to do this. And our wives can also study Torah. And all single women can study Torah. And just abiding by the halachas of the Torah. This all makes the Torah so happy. So let us all be mesameach, sisu, v'simcha, v'simchu, v'simcha, satorah. Know that the Torah is so happy. Let us all be happy with the Torah. And continue to dance our way all the way till Mashiach will come. Have a good Erev Yontif to everyone. Thank you for listening.